Welcome, riders, to day one of your new job. Egg care. That's right, eggs. Before you get up in the skies and take the fight to the enemy, get ready for five years of gruelling animal husbandry. If you want to ride an eagle to take it into the most dangerous environment it will ever face and bring it back alive, you need it to trust you like you're its regent damned mother. That's why you're all going to be taking shifts for the next two weeks tending the hatchery, so that when each of those little eaglets hatch, the first thing they will see is one of your faces. As soon as that happens, they'll imprint on you and treat you like dear old mama or papa. So get ready to do some parenting. You'll be busy enough in the hatchery before that happens then. They need turning every day, and you need to keep an eye on the thermometer and keep the heaters burning just high enough to keep that temperature stable. You may need to drop water onto the hot pans and steam up the room sometimes. The room needs to be just the right level of humour. That fancy new psychrometer, the thing that looks like two thermometers stuck together, makes that job a lot easier than the days when we just had to guess from how sweaty we felt. Once your eaglet does hatch, feeding time starts. You'll chop up chickens, geese and ducks at first. Oh, and the newborns don't handle anything too tough. So for the first couple of weeks, you'll need to skin and gut them and crush up the bones. Give it a month before you can feed them full carcasses, and eventually you'll need to give them about a goat a day. Yes, it's a lot of work, but in return, you'll get to do something no one else can. You get to fly. Of course, you won't actually get to fly on them for two years, until they're big enough to take you. It'll be another two before they can take a pillion rider, or a single human rider, and they need a year of training to get used to pillion riders too. During the first couple of years, you will be doing flying though, riding pillion on another eagle as your bird does their early flights. They need to get used to the idea of you being up in the air with them before you can get them used to bearing your weight. By age five, they're ready for active service. Eagles live 25 to 30 years with proper care, so we retire them around age 20. When that happens, you can either sign up for a new bird if you're renewing your commission, or you can join us as a trainer, depending on how much longer your army commission lasts for. So, let's get the stupid questions out of the way first. Why don't we raise griffins, wyverns, or pegasi? Well, pegasi's easy, they don't exist. Yes, yes, we all have records from the early Tyrian Republic saying they did. But you know, those early Tyrian scholars, they made a lot of stuff up. If they ever did exist, they probably died out with the old giant kingdoms. I've never heard of a reputable account of one. Griffins are too aggressive and territorial. You can raise them, but they don't take orders well, and they have a bad tendency to eat their riders. Wyverns are tricky. They're drakes, so they're tough and functionally have no upper limit to their natural lifespan. But they take a long time to grow up compared to most beasts. I've heard it can take 20 years to raise a wyvern to battle readiness, and that's just not worth the time investment. So, actually riding. Your greatest enemy isn't the enemy, it's weight. A grown eagle is rated to take 240 pounds of weight without losing combat effectiveness. 10 pounds of that is saddle, 50 pounds is equipment, and the rest is all rider. Specifically, two halfling riders. So good news! You're all on strict rations and exercise. Get used to dropping second breakfast. You'll be weighed weekly to make sure you don't go over 90 pounds, and you'll be grounded on any week you are. Every pound you're carrying on your waist is a pound of ammunition you can't take into the air. 
The rest is assigned to two carbines, 200 rounds of ammunition, four five pound bags of flechettes, 12 bombs, one short fused smoke bomb, five colored flares, one spyglass, and four healing potions. The potions aren't for you, they're for the bird. Each one comes in a syringe, and you'll be trained where the right arteries to jab them into are, in case you need to save your bird during a freefall. Your main field operation will be scouting. You can get up to 6,000 feet or higher in altitude, but your eyes aren't as good as theirs. A thousand is fine. You can see just under 40 miles in every direction and still spot things below you with the spyglass. You're only likely to make 6,000 feet if you're seconded to a first-rate ship operating as an Irie carrier and need to be spotting ships on the distance. Just remember that an eagle can only maintain four hours of sustained flight without exhaustion setting in. Cruising, that means you can get about 16 miles from an Irie before needing to turn back. Remember that your eagle needs an hour of solid rest before they're good to fly again, and you should avoid more than two flights in a day. That said, if you need to move between places, you should be able to comfortably manage 64 miles of overland travel in a day. And that is, of course, <laughs> as the eagle flies. While you're scouting, you may get sendings at any time, so memorize your shorthand codes for quick reports. Scouting wings travel in pairs of birds, and pillion riders get those very fashionable red and green stripes on their jacket arms for semaphore. There's too much wind when you're flying to shout between birds, so get used to the semaphore codes as well. If you need to signal the ground, use your flares. Drop a blue flare near something you want scouting cavalry to go investigate on the ground. Drop a red flare if you need to call a mounted mage to your position quickly. If you spot a green flare go up, get over there. That's a unit calling for air support. Speaking of air support, in a battle you may need to provide it, which is where things get risky. You have three weapons meant for use against ground targets. Your flechette pouches, your bombs, and your carbines. Flechettes are meant to be dropped on dense troop formations, such as massed line infantry. They're the only item you have that's accurate above musket range, and can be dropped from 500 feet up. For those who haven't seen them used, this is a flechette. It's essentially an iron dart with a flanged base. Each bag has about 100 of them, and they drop pretty much straight down. They will devastate close-ranked infantry but you only have four bags. The bombs are mostly useful because they can get dense ranks to scatter when you drop them, softening them up for a cavalry charge. You can't drop them higher up than 250 feet and still hope to get anywhere near on target, though. Be warned. They're short-fused matchlocks, so just flick the match and drop them immediately. They will go off about three seconds later. And finally, there's your carbine. Every one of you was picked because you're a crack shot. You should be able to hit a target from 300 feet in the air. So prioritize majors, clerics, officers, and scouts. This is your only weapon that can discern specific targets. Use it carefully. In all of these cases, though, strike against ground targets that are already engaged in battle. With the exception of the flechettes, you have to pass into musket range to engage, and even you can't outfly a must musket volley if you're too close. The biggest danger in a battle is other birds. 
If you get into a dogfight, don't close in, no matter what you might have read in cheap novels. Carbines massively outrange beak and claw, so keep your distance and try to shoot the other bird down. If you can, climb. It takes at least six seconds to unclasp the saddle syringes and inject them into the bird if it gets shot, and you need to be over 700 feet in the air to have an even chance of doing that before gravity kills all three of you. So, that's your job. Raise your bird, treat it right, and you'll be there with it from birth till death. And if you do your job right, it won't be your death when it happens. So, who's up for turning some eggs?